Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up, brother and sister bears? Welcome to the Porcupine. I am Adam Nutter, but you probably know that already. So what's up? Thanks for hanging with me. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to... My Twitter is blowing. I sent out the dumbest fucking tweet in the world. And those are always the ones that fucking just blow up my fucking feed. And I can't focus on what I'm trying to do for this show. I said, without looking it up, tell me how wind works. Because I guarantee no one knows how wind works. I don't know how it works. I still don't really know how it works. People told me, but I don't really believe them. The sun? That's the answer? No fucking way. I don't know. Anyway, uh, guys, you should go buy a shirt (laughs) for me. Go buy a shirt. Uh, I promise I won't ask questions about the wind. Cause I don't know them. So, but go buy a shirt, uh, at drop tent.com slash store. You got the white series. You got the black series. You got your disobey your local nutter shirt from artwork by top lobster himself. Uh, go there, drop tent.com slash store. You can also get these drop tent hoodies too. Just the network. They're pretty actually the champion hoodies. They're really fucking comfortable. Go get them. Uh, that again, follow me at Adam Nutter on all the stuff over here. Follow me at Adam Nutter. Uh, and then I, the shows, I'll be at the Delaware, uh, Pennsylvania Convention. Uh, Pennsylvania Convention, Jesus Christ. The Delaware Libertarian Convention this Saturday, 7 o'clock show. I think it's sold out, though, so sorry. I, if, you're, if I'm going to see you there, come say hi to me afterwards. What's up? Um, then uh, the next one I want to plug is April 16th, back at the Poppin'. That's the show that uh, Neil and myself run. Neil Wood and myself up uh, right by Philly in Chalfont, Pennsylvania. Two shows, 7 and 9.30. Uh, Natalie Cuomo's headlining. You guys know her from Gas Digital, and all, and she's on the road. Uh, she headlines all over the country. Uh, droptent.com slash events for those tickets. And then April 30th, I'll be up in New Hampshire at the Shell headlining that. Uh, I think it's like Portsmouth, New Hampshire area. So go get your tickets. At, again, droptent.com slash events for all your tickets. All right, I'm done plugging my shit. Oh, my God, I'm out of breath. All right, guys, uh, my guest for today uh he is uh, running for uh senate uh in pennsylvania so give it up for my man eric gerhardt what's up man what's up brother how are you i'm good man a hectic day but you know get some politicking done this afternoon man <laughs> fuck yeah do you know how wind works <laughs> actually you know they, they have that whole polar vortex which is just like a giant hurricane on the north pole and south pole and as it keeps spinning it keeps bringing fresh air and waves of new rain and all that around with it with the difference in the temperature so i mean better than the sun i don't like that answer but they told me a lot a lot of people said the sun i don't know they're fucking with me or not (laughs) i mean some of the patterns might have something to do with the sun but you know i think it's something that our our planet's always kind of had it it gets hectic it, it calms down and yes it rains yeah it does rain it does rain and it snows um all right, Eric, I guess the big question is, why put yourself through this? <laughs> why are you going to run through Senate, run for Senate, put yourself through this nightmare that is politics? Well, you know, it's a bigger nightmare when you lose control of it. And, you know, we've been losing control and losing freedoms for years now. It's been worse in the last two years to the point of 
I just can't take it anymore. I'm not going to sit back and be complacent and let them just do whatever they want to do. Everybody that I talk to, all my clients all want new things, new change, new people, new perspectives, younger people, not every old degenerate person right out of the uh, old folks home where they should be in the old folks home because they can't speak a proper sentence or even complete an idea. They, uh, if they even have an idea, I mean, all the stuff they've been adding doing for the last few years, it's just like, why? Like, it makes no sense to like the people of America that why they're doing it. I mean, libertarians in general, it's just like taxation is stuff. And that's, is true. I mean, we're, every time they take another percentage out of your wallet, you're that much closer to slavery again. And it's just like, I, I can't take it anymore. Like we need our money back. We need to, to live free and do what we want to do and, and be happy. And yeah, I, I can't, I, take, like I said, I can't take it no more. So I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I got plenty of ideas for all kinds of stuff. I've been pitching them. Uh, I was out in Pittsburgh. I don't even know if it was last week or not, but it was Fetterman and uh, Connor Lamb and Kenyatta and a couple of other Democrats. And there were supposed to be a whole slate of Republicans, but only one showed up. So, oh, well, I'm going to handle what I got to do. So was it, I would say, the COVID tyranny that pushed you over the edge finally to make a, a, a no, stand? I, I, no, I was I ran for president in 2020. Like okay. I was already ready. <laughs> I was like, you know everybody's like, why are you running for president? Like, you don't have any, like, uh, background in this. Like, yeah, I have no background whatsoever. Like, when I was thinking about running for president, I was probably, like, 14 years old in the Boy Scouts, sitting by a campfire. I was like, I think I should run for president. But, I mean, I was 14. I'm like, I got, yeah, I'd be 35 at least for that. I had too much time on my hands to be sitting there worrying about that. So I went and mastered my craft. And then when it came time that I completely, Completed the promise to myself to run for president, of which it couldn't have been a better time because the hectic Knicks was already just starting. And then now we're fully engulfed by dumb shits. And yeah, like I said, it's a perfect time for me to just get out there and, and do what needs to be done and spread some livery. You know, for sure. It's, it's funny. He's like 35 is the age for president. And you're like, you're a kid. You're like, that's so old. And now I yeah. am 35 and I'm like, oh, it should be older. Like I definitely should be older. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I think it's a good age. I mean, thirty-five. You've seen a lot of shit, and you've lived you know, a lot see, of yeah, shit, and and you yeah. get that perspective of what life is. It's like when, like, they want to lower the age for voting to like sixteen. I was like, yeah. when I was sixteen, is two years older. When I was thinking for that, I was an idiot. Everybody's an idiot at that age. Like, you can't even drive a car yet properly, and it takes years to learn that. Just well, we learn that's, uh, that's a ploy for the left to uh, get more votes their way. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's, no, there's no one on the right or in the libertarian circle who's like, we should have 16-year-olds vote. <laughs> it's only the left who's like, we should have fucking 16 years old. We should kill babies and have 16-year-old votes. <laughs> that's what the left's mm-hmm. about. Um, so, all right, so, you were, so you've been just in the game for like a bit then, like, like fuck the system, fuck the, fuck the state, fuck all this shit. Well, you know, I, I was looking at both the other parties – and everybody's like, you should run Republican. I'm like, I want to run with something that's a conscience that I agree with. And then I found myself looking into libertarians and, and their values and stuff. And I'm like, I agree with all these things. And 
they're they're so corrupt already. It's like, I, do I want to be with the crooks or do I want to blaze my own trail and you know something with I agree with? And I mean, some of the, the viewpoints and libertarians I might not agree with, but you know, for the bulk of it, I'm right on board with it. Yeah. Uh. So. Okay. So then you're officially campaigning, I guess now, right? Like that's yep. official. Um. Mm-hmm. What. Well, well, I'm assuming you'll start doing more and more. Like, I, I wouldn't really consider this is like a informal Q and A. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it's whatever. But like, I'm assuming you do more and more like official, in person, <laughs> tried Q and A's or debates. Uh, yep. Uh, you, I'm sure you get a lot of fucking questions fielded your way. Uh, I had an interview with a DJ up in New York <laughs> who wanted to put a coalition together, and the questions he asked me was like kind of blew my mind. It was just like. The one question was like, how do you feel about the trans community living in public housing? How would you fix that? I'm like, I didn't even know that was an issue. Is like, that an issue? That. Right. Well, I, mean, that's what he, I didn't think it was an issue, but I, I obviously there's enough of an issue that he wanted to bring it up to be a topic. I'm like, truthfully, I know nothing on that. I like, I mean, the whole thing with the trans rights and everybody being in sports. I mean, that's, that's as depth as I know about it. I mean, if there's an issue where, where they're, in public housing and they want to get out because they feel discriminated or they're not making enough money. I'm like, pretty much there's 10 million jobs out there. There's plenty of work. It's just, you got to do the jobs you don't want to, to start. You don't get the top dollar high paying job right off the bat with, especially with no education. But if you work at it, you eventually you'll make the money you want to make as long as you have a goal, you set it and you work toward it. But, the fact that they're in public housing and they, they feel like the world is pushing them down, you get as much effort as you put in. I mean, you got to work hard and it doesn't get easier. It only gets harder usually. Yeah, no, sure. More money, more problems. It just keeps on coming and you either roll with the punches and they're already got like a, a leg down in a way of that because they're confused about what their gender they should choose or this, that, and the other thing. And I mean, I've, they're, they're, they've, they were talking about would you sign on to a bill for non-mutilation of little kids and I was just like well if you think about it like a, a kid's born trans and they have both parts male and female there's no reason why at a young age four five six or seven the parents should be forcing them to make that decision that's a life altering situation like they should at least grow into technically adulthood or their teens where before they make that decision and make that decision themselves. Other than that, I mean, you got parents that are making their kids forcefully get sex changes because they wanted a girl or they wanted a boy. And that's, that's child abuse to me. I mean, and then they make them. I I agree. We we actually talked about it on the podcast a little bit uh, last night, this exact issue. Uh, And and I'm just going to repeat myself. So sorry for everybody who was listening last night, but like, it's, yeah, it's like it's child abuse, and uh, if you look at studies, most kids grow out of that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and, and so you're, it's like it's like so we all agree that we can't send kids to war. They can't drink it to a certain age. We all agree you shouldn't fuck kids. Well, most of us agree you shouldn't fuck kids, right? All because of why they're not old enough to make lifelong decisions, except this one thing. Yeah. That's dumb as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's dumb as fuck. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying. I'm not falling for it. Sorry. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess my question to you is um, what is going to be your number one biggest issue that you're going to try to drive home 
to the people or to get elected or whatever. I mean, I, I'm I'm big on education. I mean, that's that's big to me. Um, the whole tax situation where they want to keep pushing taxes up. Right now, I'm working on a tax plan to help small businesses be small businesses and entrepreneurs to get that startup that they need. Like right now, I think I have the wording as it's like, um, if you have less than like two employees, you would get double deductions or triple deductions. I'm still in, in the process of working it out myself. But if you do the, get the double deductions and you're not, a, not a franchise, we're not talking big bulk chains and stuff like that. We're talking startup, small businesses. You have less than two employees, you get double, triple deductions. So that brings your, 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 uh, how much you have to pay in taxes down to zero because that would be the keys. You need that startup money because no bank's going to give any small business a startup loan. They'll give you money to go to college, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they won't give you 10 grand to start up your business. So how are you going to actually get that incentive to be an entrepreneur, be the competition to all these big box change companies and this, that, and the other thing is you need that tax break. And I mean, with just giving those deductions right there, it'll open the opportunity for them to build their business. And then once they get to a point when they want to have three, four or five or more employees, they had the opportunity to get out of that and then they can build into that and then they lose the tax breaks. And then when you shift into that aspect of where you build beyond two um, employees, you add in another part of the tax thing that I wanted to add in is that Everybody was asking, how do you get like benefits and stuff like that? Well, you give the companies another tax break on top of that. So you, you roll it back the dice back to where it would be for your bracket or whatever. But then if you give your employees the tax break for health care, paid leave and this, that and the other thing, you get another tax break. And then on top of that, for like the top tier companies, you're talking unions, franchises, this, that and the other thing. I mean, they they've been losing benefits year after year with recontracting and all that. I mean, you, you put another stipulation in and if they give them top tier, like healthcare, dental vision, no co-pays, and you just give those big, big, big companies like a half of a percent. But if you're talking billions of dollars, that half a percent equates to enough where they could give back to their employees, which it, it's pretty much... The employees are the blood and butter of every business. So, I mean, if, if you treat them right, they'll treat you right. They'll work harder. You'll get more out of them. I mean, when I go out for my construction business, like when I have guys working for me, their lunch is included. Anything they want in the morning, breakfast, that's that and the other, it's included. That shouldn't come out of their pay. If they're working for pay X, Y, Z, they should get that at the end of the day not or the end of the week. And everything in between, like the lunches and stuff, like I pay for that just because – we eat good and I'm making money. You eat good. I don't want anybody to go hungry because they can't afford to pay their bills. Yeah. That's admirable. Um, so you said education too was a big, yes, 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 yes. Issue. So what about education exactly? Cause that was a good, I mean, breakdown of like taxes and businesses and how to help stimulate that again. Cause obviously mm. fucking these scumbags with the COVID lockdowns, you know, hurt. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's crazy. Like just, I live in Newtown, you know, Pennsylvania, which is a kind of an affluent area overall. It's it's more upper class, but like I'm not, <laughs> but like mm -hmm. it is around me. But like it's weird driving around, like 
seeing it like uh, so many businesses is closed here like people who have mm -hmm. money and can spend it and you're like damn dude so if it's like that here the fuck is it like <laughs> in all these places that can't afford this shit so i i can only exactly. imagine i mean how, how how bad it is as a business so yeah hopefully that it's a good idea that could help get these businesses because like also if the business doesn't close down i also have been seeing like a lot of uh help wanted signs like a lot mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, They're everywhere. I mean, like yeah. I said, there's 10 million open jobs still. They keep saying they had all these great job numbers. And it's like, how can you have great job numbers if you killed 10 million jobs and those people don't want to go back to work, even though the rate, the wage rates going up. But I mean, that's the whole taking care of the welfare system. It's like they'd, they'd rather get that free check instead of actually working because they see the effort they, they would put in to make that amount of money is 20 times harder than sitting there at home. And it's just like, this is a horrible idea. I mean, and the whole thing, they want to keep putting these new social spending plans in. It's like, that's just even more welfare of which people are going to take advantage of, which costs us so much money more of which that, that raises taxes. And it's like, this is, a, it's not sustainable. It's just not sustainable whatsoever. Like if you give money back to the people through tax breaks, they have more money to spend. They can pay for the things they need. You don't have to give them free money. And then their life goes on when you, you change like dynamics. Like I like one of the other taxes I'd like to end is just property tax. Just end it. Nobody should right. lose their house. You should have the equity that you put into your house for paying for it for 30 years. And then if you don't have that property tax, I did the math. It was like if you have 30 years in your house. You're, you're saving like $300,000 over a lifetime for just like a, a average low income tax break of which that equity goes back into the house. That equity goes into small businesses. Excuse me. And uh, it, you can actually build something from that instead of just a slow degradation of everything you have until it just drives you into submission where you just give up of which a lot of people had to give up their small businesses that went out of business everywhere. Um, me and my buddy were talking about it the other day when he was a young man, he, he's 50. Now there was 30 hardware stores going down one main drag. Now there's two. And those yeah. are the ones that survived of which they're not doing good because Walmart, Home Depot, and all these big box stores out compete them for prices, and they have to charge five to ten percent more. And that even five percent, ten percent more right now, nobody can spend it unless they they use them companies religiously just to keep going, which I'm sure they appreciate it. But you know, that's that's still money out of the the contractors' wallet at that. I mean, I'm even shopping around for prices, just trying to keep my costs low so I can get the jobs and have the clients be happy. I mean, they see the price tag and it's like sticker shock. It's like, oh my, like, yeah, ten thousand dollars. Like, isn't this like a two three thousand dollar job? Maybe two years ago it was. That's crazy. Um, so actually, we do have a to go at the school thing. We do have a question. Uh, what would you do to lower school taxes? Well, you know, there's many different ways with the school taxes. So finally, we'll get to the education ideas that I have. So like my whole thing is education is almost broken in its way itself where they're just pushing these kids through. I mean, it needs a fundamental reshaping of how the education system works. I mean, if they need more of an open floor plan for the uh, I'm more of like thinking about like high school when you go to high school. 
they should have almost like a college setup so that the kids learn independence and learn to take care of themselves, learn to problem solve themselves. They set their own schedules. The the teachers get a little bit of a break where it's not like we're setting a structure where we have to teach one way. It's block scheduling and kids just shuffle in and out the door and you do your spiel over. I mean, I, like I said, I'm more for like a old schoolhouse method where the, the kids go to school. They know the teacher. The parents know the teacher. I'm, I'm for them giving them that 15000 to the students so that they could pay the teacher and it, say a class of like 30. You're looking somewhere like $480,000 if you add all that up. That's more than a teacher makes right now. Get them the money they need. They take the school classroom that they have. They can use that as a schoolhouse style where they just intimately know their students, they teach them, and they, they get the respect that they deserve because they help each of their students because they know how each one works because they know them intimately. But like I said, they have that 480000 They just rent the rooms back from the school systems. I mean, we don't really need the school system and unions and this, that, and the other thing taking all this control and taking all this money out of it because that's all it's going to do is just drive the cost up to it's not sustainable. And as what we've seen is... Private schooling is cheaper anyway, and they get a better education from public school. And it's more, like I said, it's more in depth. It's more personal. Um, yeah, no, public schools are absolute trash. I mean, it's like I mean, like Michael Malice says, like it's like you know the only place a lot of times a kid will ever encounter violence in his life or their life. It's like in public school. I mean, that teachers are shit mostly. Not all of them, but most of them are. You know, no one gives a shit. You can you have a thousand administrators who are just wasting money that don't need to be there in public schools. Um, would homes? I'm a big homeschool fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think if if you have the means to homeschool, you should. Is that something that like you're for or like? Well, would you try to implement? That? I know you can't implement it more, but would you try to push that more? You know, if you were well, that, that's the whole thing, like giving the, the money to the students instead of the schools. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then they have the option where if they want to go to a private school, they can go to a private school because it's already partially paid for. Um, if the homeschooling people, I know a lot of people who do who do the homeschooling. If they had that fifteen thousand dollars per kid, and like usually they have two, three kids. I mean. $45,000. I mean, that's that they could afford a really good education with field trips and all that. I mean, they could have an amazing education through that. And my, um, one of my other clients, her, she teaches her two kids and, and they're smart as a whip. I mean, they, they can read, they can write, they can do this, that, and the other thing. They might have not the best social skills because they're, they're just by themselves. And then they have the kids in the neighborhood, but I mean, they have the kids in the neighborhood, which is, no different than school anyway they got the bullies and everything you deal with everywhere else so i mean there there's multiple different avenues it's just like you know like pretty much the libertarian principle get the liver that get the government out of everybody's business and let people just handle their own business and things will smooth themselves out i mean do some legislation where it gives them the ability to be free and and have their own thought process but like what we have right now it's just indoctrination camps and that the education they're getting is horrible i mean home ec's gone trade schools are gone i'm a big proprietor of trade schools i pitched that at the forum last week of um we should we should be giving incentives for people who don't go to trade school i mean they keep saying we need skilled workers why don't we 
putting initiatives out that they can go get the training to be a skilled worker. Uh, it just makes no sense to me other than they want to outsource everything and cut them blank checks to the unions. Well, it's just crazy. I, I wonder if like more young men are doing that because I think like, like college students is like 67% women now. Right. So either it means guys just like fuck college or like they're doing something. I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but like, I mean, I'm curious as to maybe that is like a theme or a trend going forward now where everybody's like, you know what? I don't need college. I mean, it's especially even with tech, like, like all like tech jobs and like coding, like mm-hmm. if you're a coder, you don't need to go to college for that. If you just learn, you could do that from your house and learn and be awesome. Like, you know, like, and like, yeah. why well, you have to go to Harvard to code? Like, no, <laughs> like if you, that's your thing, that's your thing. So I think college is kind of, fizzing out as as important as it used to be also like if you look at uh the the covid mask and you know you had harvard and yale still charging like 50 grand even though you couldn't go to the campus and you're like what but that's what the money it's for that it's for the experience of going to harvard and yale not to sit on my house have some ass professor from harvard yell at me you know it's kind of just a name i mean it's like i went to harvard i went to yale and like you paid it's like buying a bmw you're paying for the name and the prestige of the school you might not know a damn thing going there i mean shit what where'd biden go he went to one of those big ritzy fucking schools it's just it's like what did he learn 50 years in in the government he still hasn't done nothing that's helped anybody uh bush jr a Rhodes scholar from fucking uh yeah right he was skull and crossbones kid right like yeah where his dad went like a road scholar supposed to be like the super hard prestigious honorary academic fucking title and it went to that dummy <laughs> who couldn't mm-hmm. say nuclear you know it's like all right and how serious is all this academic bullshit well it's 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 crazy i mean they, they use that pretty much the draft dodge to get out of the wars and it's like now they're they're talking about they want to send women to war it's just yeah. like it how, how, how what what smart person wants to and i'm saying i have no problem if women want to be in the armed services that's their choice but like right now they're talking about drafting and this that and the other thing like that takes the whole choice thing out of it that's that's now force of which conscription yeah yeah, whatever you want to call it the draft conscription but you know sending kids that don't don't even know what life is male or female to war and just to be fodder, I mean, you're screwing them up for the rest of their lives or something like that. I mean, I, I had a, a incident when I was a little kid. Like, there was a bunny in my backyard, and I had one of the little, like, dark gun pellet guns. And I was just going around shooting squirrels and this, that, and anything. I wasn't trying to kill any of them. I was just, like, you know, being annoying because it wasn't yeah, yeah. a powerful gun whatsoever. There was no CO2. It was just pull the lever back, and whatever force that has is what it has. It was for a dartboard at, like, 10 feet. And I shot this little bunny, man, and it hit it right in the eye and the thing's blood spurting everywhere. I felt so bad. It was just like, yeah. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I mean, I, you're going to send some little, some people over to kill people. And those people probably don't want to die either. They don't even want to be. I mean, half, half the Russian armies right now, they're fighting with each other because they, they're like, why are we here? And the other country, Ukraine, they're defending themselves left and right just because that's their home and that why if they like i said uh if somebody comes here to america to disturb us in our home we're gonna fight tooth and nail too course, that's any yeah. any country i mean afghanistan no matter where you go yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter where your home is that's your home you will defend it with everything you got and uh, i used the star wars reference it was just like you know the empire came in 
and they killed Luke Skywalker's uncle and stuff in the beginning of the first Star Wars. And then he was labeled a rebel, of which, like, technically, that's terrorists right now. They just say they're terrorists. But right. they became rebels because we went over there and bombed their cities, their families. They took the lives of the people they cared about. And, and that instantly radicalized them. I mean, bad blood just keeps making more bad blood. And it it's just never-ending, especially if they just never stop dropping bombs and killing people. And then they want us to fight their wars. They're just pulling the trigger. It's just like... It's, it's not right at all. No, it's, it's the dumbest thing. People are like, they hate us for our freedom. It's like, yeah, no, they hate us. We bombed their babies for 40 fucking years. <laughs> like, that's why. Exactly. I think we also be mad at that, too. If, uh, you know, if uh, last time I checked. Um, again, I, I kind of double booked myself tonight. So I, I kind of, we had kind of have to cut this a little shorter than usual. So uh, let's, let's do like five more minutes. But what's, I mean, you kind of talked about your most important issue going forward. Uh, but what do you think about, like uh let's say you 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 get in let's say you, mm-hmm. you win you, you you win senate what's your first thing you're doing when you get in the fucking doors well like i said i'm writing this tax proposal out right now like i'd like to have it ready what's the second right. thing well i mean i mean i i'd go be going right after education and trying to revamp that i mean there's there's going to be hundreds of bad bills they're trying to pass right now i'm gonna be shutting them all down and bringing light what needs to be brought to light like i'm i'm no bullshit i'm gonna go in there and literally blow up their space rattle their cages and make them do the job properly the way they should if they don't like it and don't want to like communicate with me i ain't got time for that but you know i'm gonna blow up every bit of their bills i mean build back better is horrible they want to put what those uh automatic breathalyzer or breathalyzers in cars by 2020 yeah, 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 yeah. people that's going to strand on the side of the road and, and then what if they just kill switch it like we had the the uh, trucker convoy there where people start protesting with their cars peacefully and they're like oh well we're just going to turn off everybody's cars and everybody's stranding was repo everybody's stuff it's like it, the amount of freedoms and liberties they're stealing or trying to take over it's just too much for me to, like I said, sit by and do nothing. I, I'm, I'll, I'll blow up all these bills. I'll, I'll talk as much shit as I want, and try to bring the truth to the light. Dude, that's yeah, that's what we need. We need, we just need, like again, mouthpieces and messengers out there, especially to hope. Hopefully, we fucking get you elected. But if not, at least you could change minds of at least a, a, a decent amount of people. They can be like, you know what? Yeah, that guy's making some fucking sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This is bullshit. This isn't bullshit. Oh, yeah, tag. This is bullshit. It's, education is bad. You know, fucking. Oh yeah, the the all these crimes that are victimless. Uh, is bad. All that stuff. You know. Hopefully, people. You could turn your the mind of people. Um, mm-hmm. Eric, where can everybody find like find you and like follow you or donate to your campaign if they want? Like websites and all that good stuff. Well, my website is uh, Eric the number four PA dot com you could donate through there on my page i'll be having uh, the forum that i just did last week embedded into there we got a newsletter you could sign up for if you send me an email at eric4pa at gmail.com we'll sign you up for the newsletter and let you know all the new current events we got an event coming up on april 3rd at the metropolitan here in montgomery county it's a just a small little venue speaking event thirty dollars at the door and then a I'm going to try to get some recurring donations the day of. Um, we got some cleanup events coming up in Boyertown. And a lot of things to be determined, of which we're trying to get set up so we can start promoting those things. But, you know, 
slowly doing something here, there, and everywhere, and hopefully we can uh, turn this into something. And go follow your Twitter. Uh, it's at Eric Four Senator on Twitter. No, all, all my links are at the bottom of my yeah. page. So, like if you go to my page at Eric4PA.com, you uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the links are hyperlinks at the bottom there. And like I said, if you sign up for the newsletter, you pretty much click on my face and it will take you right to the site and let you get all the new updates. Awesome. Everybody go fucking support Eric again. Sorry. I had to cut this to like a half hour short. I double book myself weeks in advance. I am a fucking mess. Uh, as with comics, we're disasters, but Eric, thank you for doing this. This is fucking a great talk. Uh, again, hopefully you're out there. You fucking get some votes, change some minds and we'll see you on the campaign trail. Hopefully as far as everybody yep, else, yep. Thanks for fucking hanging out. Uh, I think I'm coming back next week with Tyler Janke from Pod Review. And we got uh, fucking, I think Laura Matt Hackenberg is coming on for PA, running for governor. And uh, and also Tim McMaster, I think, coming on for lieutenant governor. We have a lot of good guests. Top Loss is coming back on. So look at all for the future episodes. Uh, again, everybody, peace. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.